0: Hello, and welcome to the R2DP Road to Discovery podcast, ending the stigma of weight loss surgery with Steph, a.k.a. Bariatric Warrior. Bex, a.k.a. Becoming Bex.
1: Nicole, a.k.a. Spooky BSG Barbie. And Cass, yes, a.k.a. Queen Sparkle
0: Steve. We are here to talk about everything weight loss surgery related, the good, the bad, and the ugly to end the stigma. So come join us on this road to discovery. Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. R two D P, tell a friend. Hey, we're back. (laughs) Me, 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 me. As Bex does like the slow quotations, we're we're back. We're 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 diving our slow selves back into podcasting after our break that we took, uh, which was much needed because two of you had surgery, and yep. then I was literally working like every day at a new job, and then dealing with my sibo shit, yeah, and and then I moved, I moved, yeah. and then I got Bambi. Oh, and I took care of Bex, and I got Bambi, and Mom was here. Lots of things. Yeah, lots of things. So Bex, how yeah. far along are you?
2: I have seven and a half weeks. Holy so
0: shit! Time flew. Mm-hmm. And but like the when day before.
2: About it, I'm like, oh, it's not even two months. What? Because I feel, other than swelling, I feel like I'm normal.
0: And she was she was freaking out the day before, thinking she couldn't do it.
2: The lead-up to surgery is awful. <laughs> At least the first one. Like, I feel, I'm sure I will have panic attacks and freak out before the next one, too. But that lead-up was awful. So much anxiety.
0: So, Bex had a 360 lower body lift with a phoenix dr dry. dr dry on was it may 22nd it was april oh my god i'm thinking of your next surgery date is may twenty second. No, march, march 22nd i was like it's some uh, mine's may yours is march <laughs> Yes, it was in April because clearly my brain is mush. This is also what happens when you're taking off ADHD medication for two weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so yes, how how was your like experience, like when you were like, okay, it's time to book this type of thing.
2: Hello, Nicole. Hello. <laughs> So my experience booking it was back last May. So like 11 months before I had the surgery. Um, and I actually was still like, I, I was not at the BMI that they required. I was over the BMI, mm-hmm. but when they did the consult, they didn't even seem to care. <laughs> I was over the BMI um, just because, I mean, I had, I was still losing at that point, just very slowly, and I think they just knew that I was going to hit the BMI, yeah. and I lost a lot of weight, and the BMI, we you know, is BS, but it's there also, you know, for, sort of for safety reasons, is what they say,
1: I don't agree with it, I think that you can probably have plastics at any size, but... You well, know. they have the BBW, big, beautiful women uh, surgeons who, like, do the yeah. plus size plastic. So I don't understand why that's a thing. It's just some surgeons, but I'm assuming that it's, you know, to reduce complications because
2: there's probably For sure. complications. You're the heavier you are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I kind of figured as long as I was under their BMI or at the, their BMI, then it wouldn't be an issue because I'd already lost 100 and you know 60, 70 pounds, whatever. Right. right. But yeah, I think that after booking it, my like fear was that I was gonna just randomly for no reason gain a shitload of weight and then not mm-hmm. be able to have this surgery. <laughs> so, oh, I was like weighing myself, not obsessively, but consistently. Up yeah. Until right before surgery, and I was still ten pounds under the limit, and I was like, "All right, I got a 30, thirty-three BMI. I'm good. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I can, I'm not going to gain ten pounds in three days until surgery. So I like. What just, was the BMI that your surgeon needed you to be at? Thirty-five BMI, and I'm five foot six and a half, so I had to be under about about two hundred and twenty pounds. Mm, okay. At, two, at 210. My surgeon required us to be at a 30. A 30. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I guess
2: sure all surgeons are different. I'm sure that some of it too has to do with certain surgeons and wanting to achieve a certain result with their patients as well. Right. Um. But again, if you've done the work, like, like I, I keep, Wanting to be like, oh, you know, Dr. Dry's, you know, a magic person and he made me look amazing. And he did, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I keep having to be reminded that I worked hard for the body underneath all of that skin. Yes. 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 Regardless of BMI. Like, yeah. And I'm always going to have curves. I'm always going to have a big ass. <laughs> I'm going to have big thighs. Like, even when I get my thighs
1: done, I'm still going to have big thighs. I You're lucky. Good. I had to get a fake ass. Well, I had to get the fat transfer to my ass. I had no ass. I know yours you, disappeared. No, you
0: had you had the the disease of no ass at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally. And then I see Bex after her surgery. I'm like, Yo, Bex has got a fatty. <laughs> I she had a, got a cute before surgery,
2: so, To be fair, though, so like, I've always had a big butt. I'm no, like, like. I- I've always had curves. I definitely have always had that. So I feel like the surgery just kind of
1: enhanced it. Oh yeah, it brought it out for sure. Well, because it gave you a little bit of a peach lift there, and then also now we're seeing the uh, waist accentuated. So it makes it look, you know, rounder. Yeah, exactly. I
0: (laughs) I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Just
1: kidding.
0: Um, I feel like the butt, the butt, like thing after the the lift was like the most, like mind blowing thing, like the so before be and a- after of the butt. Let,
2: let's be real. My
0: okay, vagina. never mind. It was her vagina because it was a frowny face, and then it wasn't. <laughs>
2: yeah, it looks phenomenal, and I'm obsessed with it. If that's like okay to say, I don't know. love because- never, like I've never been like into myself do you know what I mean like yeah like, oh, and now I'm like yes I will stand naked in the mirror all day long and look at that thing because
1: yes! <laughs> I love that actually my surgeon the first thing he said to me when he showed me my before and after pic- pictures he goes look you have a vagina like, <laughs> instead of a sad weird alien face that doesn't look like a vagina at all <laughs> Yo, yeah, mine was terrible. Like I had to like, it felt like just a flap of skin over my hoo ha, and I was like, "This is lit, love
2: it." <laughs> I I had this feeling of like, this is what it's supposed to look like. Like this yeah. is a vagina, like. and not that it didn't look like one when I was at my heaviest. I'm sure it still looked like a vagina, just that like <laughs> <laughs> vagina. But as I lost weight, man, it just looked bad. And I was like, I was like legitimately embarrassed by it. Luckily, my husband doesn't give two shits because he loved me at 400 pounds and he loves me now.
1: Yeah. Like, no, I, like, I felt the yeah. same way. Yeah. I burnt my stomach tanning oh, today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. So like she's
2: looking at her vagina. <laughs> Nicole, your and my upper stomach looks very similar. Yeah, we have the line over our belly button,
1: and then are you also swelling around your belly button too? I am sweat. Look, yeah, well, I did ab workout today. You can see I swell really bad. In oh the yeah. Upper- oh shit! What happened to me? Oh right <laughs> now. In the upper part, right here. Mm-hmm. I- it swells a lot okay mine
2: swells like in a band right across my belly button and i thought right, that. Okay. I, yeah and, and yeah in and the mons area but yeah. yeah i felt like our bellies looked very similar in that way
1: they do, I, like, they do. <laughs> I don't have the line right now because it's fucking swollen as shit see mine mine's more
2: accentuated when i'm swollen
1: because oh, mine minus? is I've
2: swollen on either side of the of the oh. muscle repair. It's like right down. It's weird. But I'm only
1: seven weeks out, so I'm not doing any ab workouts. No, right. I'm almost at my three-month mark. I'm like, I think a half a week away. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm
2: at two months on Friday. So, I'm, yeah, I'm like a month, almost a month behind you.
1: Yeah. So, and today is literally the first day I started actually doing like, full-on, Okay. yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna say it was easy, because it wasn't, but I noticed that I could do more, so I was like, let me try, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, but then my stomach just fucking blew up, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna chill now,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: right, but I did, <laughs> I lifted weights yesterday,
2: and I can do upper body, and I can do all the lower body stuff, yep. I Um, and I can brace my abs and I can contract them all the way down, but I'm not doing ab focused work yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, not yet. (laughs) It's too soon. Um, do you experience swelling after eating as well? Some, some meals. Yeah, me too. Uh
2: And it's not even like meals that have salt. It's just like random fucking meals. Yes.
1: Yes. It's like so weird. Like, the other day I ate something I forgot what it was I think it was like chicken and my stomach just like blew up and I was like what's going on it was just like chicken and broccoli right it's annoying
2: yeah yeah uh, there's other girls I mean so Steph and I are part of this um, group of all girls who have had surgeries at a Phoenix with Dr. Dry specifically
1: okay yeah and,
2: um, one of them had said that the same thing, basically. Like she keeps swelling after every meal. It's like every time yep. she swells up. Um, speaking of which, I'm gonna go make arnica tea. Ooh, while we're
1: it's a good idea. Yes.
0: So Nicole, yeah, went to Mexico and she I got said... and she got all of the things done. What did you get done, Nicole?
1: Well, my love. I went to Tijuana, Mexico, and met up with Dr. Lazos, who's who's wonderful. I thought he did a beautiful job. I will say that my right arm, um, I experienced a bit of, uh, I think, fibrosis under my right elbow area. So that has to be corrected. So um, I'm gonna talk to him more about that when I go for my second round of surgery to get my breasts done. Uh, But what I got done in my first round I got an extended brachioplasty.
0: Look at them skinny arms.
1: She's gorgeous. Okay, flex. I
0: I need to see this. Can you flex? Yeah, look at that muscle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then I got um, the 360 belt lipectomy, which is a little different from a 360 lower body lift. uh, From what I read, I think it's just something... To do with the way it's cut and something about the nerves, I don't know, do you know Steph, what the difference is?
0: uh well, well basically okay. basically it is the same thing about about like pectomy is actually a lower body it's lift
1: different, though, for some reason I don't really know it I may mean, depend I'm, on the surgeon like maybe each surgeon does it a little different yeah, maybe.
2: but like
0: the name technically is the same thing oh, okay well
1: yeah. okay. that's cool that and then i got lipo of the lower back flanks and got fat transferred to my booty
0: and And her ass you should go check it out on instagram because it's killer (laughs) (laughs)
1: 600 cc's each cheek um i don't know if they did lipo on my tummy i don't think they did they did on me
0: you would have you, you i feel like you would have like I don't know
2: you probably have the lipo marks like I do yeah. I've got those two lipo marks under my breasts but okay I, I have like three lipo marks two under my breasts and one under on my back along my spine and I think the spine one was for the flanks Mm-hmm. yeah and then the front ones I think were for my rib area and my
1: upper belly okay I didn't have all that lipo I just had it on the lower flanks I'm sure so they do shit different in mexico really (laughs) fucking weird um i think i want to go when i go back i might ask him like yo what's the vibe with like sucking some shit out my stomach you know (laughs) but i don't know like i'm gonna see how what i can do with it now like it's swollen right now so it looks crazy but well, I think the thing is because I I also have kind of felt like
2: man I with the swelling especially it fucks mm-hmm.
1: our head. Yeah,
2: it makes us think we've gained fat when we haven't.
1: Well, that's what I I don't understand. Like, I and don't It, it reflects on the scale. It like, does. The yeah, when I'm so long I long have long. literally I got on the scale at the doctor's office
2: and I was like, oh, they took sixteen pounds and I'm only down like five. Wow. it's it water like, and my brain tells me that it's all fat, but fucking no it's not it's um, water it's gotta be water it's gotta yep. be all swelling and then but the difference is now for you and me is that like once we do get dedicated in the
1: gym yeah we're actually gonna fucking see our results well, I'm starting to see my back, and I'm so happy about it, like, little by little. I got a little bit of arm muscle, but yeah. I am so my... excited for that for myself next year. <laughs> yes, girl. I see a little bit of my obliques when I'm not swollen. I'm like, oh, there they are. But
2: um, I can tighten down, and you can see my obliques and my abs even when I'm at my max swollen. Yeah. But... I just, if I relax, you can't see
1: shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, i am I mean, I have a photo on Instagram where my stomach looks so flat. I think I want to take a photo of me swollen and do a comparison so people can see like, Hey, you know, same weight, same everything. Uh, this is, but look at what happens. Like mm-hmm. it's normal. Yeah. yeah. And it can last up to a year.
2: Yeah. And I just, like that's what i keep telling myself because i get i get super like in my own head about yeah. the swelling and about whether or not it's fat because i'll be real um i have not always eaten the great since the great <laughs> the greatest <laughs> since surgery
1: uh have you experienced more hunger after surgery me too more yeah.
2: hunger and more cravings for carbs since day one, Steph was there. We fucking ate
1: pizza together. Like We
0: ate slice of pizza. We ate crumble cookies. Yeah.
1: Wait, day, day three after coming home? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My appetite didn't come back maybe until like week her, three. So her three. appetite
0: no, was strong in the beginning and then it kind of just, just went meh. Yeah, and then
1: oh. it sank. And
2: I wasn't hungry for like two and a half, three weeks after that.
1: Oh, yeah. I told you that was going to happen.
2: Yeah, and then and then I actually had to force myself to eat for three days before my hunger was like, oh shit, we're here again. Yeah, and it's been normal. Yep. It's been like normal ever since. Like super hungry, um, and you know, I mean, I think that's the something that I definitely like to talk about is that you have to eat. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, protein and it's hydration okay. are good for healing,
2: and it's okay to eat because I feel like everyone and this is this is true people often do gain a little bit of weight after plastics. it's pretty common Mm -hmm. but not eating after plastics though is going to be more detrimental to your healing right than, than eating a little extra you know
1: i was sitting at 160 when i went into plastics i was 165 when i came out of plastics i think i was like one seventy-eight, almost one eighty, from all the swelling.
2: Yeah, so you, so you gained twenty pounds. See, I didn't. I was actually <laughs> thinking, like, man, I wish I had actually weighed myself, not because I was gave a shit what the scale says, because I still yeah. don't. A shit you did says. weigh
0: yourself? They weighed you. Yes, they weighed you. You don't remember that? I... <laughs> no. When did they weigh me? <laughs> they literally weighed you at like eight o'clock in the morning, and right before you went in.
2: Oh, no, no, not that one. I wish I had weighed right after, like, after surgery. Oh, yeah, um, we didn't do that. How much I had gained in the swelling. Yeah. Because, like I said, jumping on the scale, like, uh, almost two months out, and I barely lost five pounds. Right. But if I had... If I could see that I had gained 20-plus pounds, it would fuck with you.
0: I think you did. I feel like you did get on the scale, but it wasn't right after surgery. It was, like, five days after.
2: I don't recall. I mean, it's possible. Girl, I was on Oxy. Yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) Speaking of pain regimens, so I know both of yours were very different from each other. I know. -hmm. So, like, Nicole... So, when you went, they basically, you had to buy, like, the pain package, right?
1: Yeah, I had to buy a pain pack, which was $500. And, basically, it's just, like, um, I so think, wait. like, a morphine drip in a ball. <laughs>
2: so, you go to Mexico. You pay however much you pay for surgery. And then they're just, like, great, you had your surgery. But now you got to pay us more for us to fucking make you not in excruciating
1: pain. I mean, to be fair, like, if you add up Isn't everything... That not included? I know. But,
0: Maybe but like, everything that she probably had, plus, like, the pain pump or whatever, plus the yeah. massage, is probably still oh. was less than what you paid. Oh,
1: 100%. Yeah.
2: 100 billion yeah.
1: percent, 100000000000 mm-hmm. percent i am sure. Yeah. 8, less than what I paid. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, my baby... They do a it a lot to branders. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. I think I cut you off. Oh no! It's just
2: why is that not standard? Why is pain medication and and management not
1: standard?
0: And it was in they this want- little ball thing, and like you squeeze
1: it. No, 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 no. You just let it do its thing. It like yeah. So you stick it in your bra, so it's kind of like above, and your arms like down. It's like connected to your arm and. When I'm laying in bed, I had to put it above my pillow, so it was higher than me.
0: How is that regulating or titrating <laughs> how much fucking pain meds you get if it's just oh, like flowing, it whatever? In. It doesn't. It just, like... What?
2: <laughs> so I was, flabbergasted. Like...
0: And then Nicole Odin on morphine.
1: Right? Seriously. <laughs> I was just like, y'all was not everyone. <laughs> I was looking at videos... From like directly after surgery and like I made a video that was like, Hi guys, I know y'all fucking don't give a fuck, but I just had surgery, bitch. Do you remember
0: FaceTiming me and dropping your phone on the ground? And you're like and you're like, oh shit, I can't pick it up. Oh no. And then I had to hang up because her FaceTime was just on and her phone's on the ground. Like staring at the
2: ceiling. Yes. But then, like, let's also talk about the just the differences of, like, recovery. You were much stuck in, like, a room by yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. no help.
1: Did you, how did you get up to pee? I am so... No. I, Steph no. I don't know what my life was in Mexico, but, like, if I needed For a so nurse, I could have called one. one. Like, there was one on the ready, right? But... I just was like, can I have a walker? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to walk. And they're like, are you sure about that? I'm like, yeah. And I just just got up and started walking. And they're like, okay, cool. I guess you're good. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And they left me like, hi. Like, just with a walker being like, cool. I'm going to dump my blood everywhere. What's your aim?
0: So Nicole came out of surgery already in her compression garment. Yeah. And... Which is weird too. That's very different from. I like
1: woke up wearing my compression. I was like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) And no, and like one drain, right? Was I wearing it? I don't know if I was high or thought I was wearing it. I think they left me out of my compression the first day, and then the next day they put me in it after my shower because they Mm. made me take a shower the next day. Then they put me in the compression.
2: Which is wild
0: because we know.
2: We weren't allowed compression until the drains
1: were out.
0: Yeah. And And I had to
1: wear the compression for six months straight.
0: But you get breaks, right?
1: After three, no. They wanted me to have it 24 hours. I take it off, obviously, when I shower. I can sit outside of it for an hour after my shower. That was it. That was my only break. They told me that after three months, I could sleep without it. And then put wear it during the day. But I was still so swollen and uncomfortable. I chose to keep it on full time until six months was up. Then someone was like, babe, you got to, you know, cut the umbilical cord. Get out of that thing. Six weeks, not six months, six weeks. Oh, six weeks. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) Still high from the morphine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, after six weeks. Yeah, and
2: see, my surgeon says similar. But it's you're you don't go into the compression garment until you're out of the binder and have no more drains and I then didn't have a binder, sure. yeah, and then it's six weeks, 23 hours a day in the compression garment, and then it's six weeks, um, 12 hours a day minimum of the stage two, like a Spanx or something.
1: And, back, not for we- nothing, but all the surgery I had done, I had one little
2: tiny drain i know that's i had four four. and i am i was when when i learned that you only had one
0: no you had two drains in your arms remember but they were penrose drains yeah
1: they they were were penrose and they only stayed in for three days yeah i don't know i'm i'm
2: curious to know i i need to talk to more people dr dry doesn't
0: put drains when you have your boobs and arms
2: yeah, I don't
0: think so. Mm-hmm. You also, Nicole, had external stitches, which yeah. is like uncalled for, like in I've never, plastics. Like,
2: external stitches, oh. are wild. Are they in the
1: like middle ages, in Mexico? Oh yeah. So they're old school in Mexico. Let's just <laughs> let's just put that out there, okay? So like, healthcare in Mexico is not the fucking same. So if you're going to Mexico expecting to have American like treatment it's not that at all um it is fucking half the price which is you know <laughs> you get what you pay for and she but
0: survived and she didn't have her third kidney removed either while she was there
2: right and I was yeah. saying, way
1: more affordable. way more affordable way more accessible for people to go to mexico absolutely yep. yep yes i mean there's things you need to think about like aftercare my aftercare situation was a fucking hot mess and i'm gonna be completely transparent about that right now Um, I love Dr. Lazos. I love his surgical team the aftercare was non-existent I had to message a coordinator who they have coordinators in the states um, and like she would give that information to my surgeon my surgeon would give information back but now I follow my surgeon and I follow each other on Instagram so it's like I can communicate with him there directly (laughs) so that's nice Um, but I had to get, like, aftercare, and I, I talked before my surgery with my primary, who put me in contact with an MD who was, like, able to take out the drains and my stitches, so I, t- I had that conversation with them beforehand, so make sure if you are going to Mexico, going out of the country, have that conversation with your team before leaving so that when you come back it's not a surprise and you don't have to go into the er to have shit removed or remove yourself if you're squeamish like me um bex i saw that your man took out one of your drains for you and i was like oh girl <laughs> he took out two two wow no he took out three he
2: took out yeah, because I only I I came home with three, and yeah. he took all, out all all three remaining. The the one the first one he took out I didn't feel at all was my left hip, and then the next one he took out was my was my Mons drain. And I you were saying you have fibroids like I have I have this weird lump of tissue,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right where that drain crossed under my. Oh. So I've definitely got some issues going on with the scar tissue from that fucking drain. Well, hmm. I mean, Steph, you were there for the you weren't there for the first one, right? My, it was just my mom. Was no, there. I
0: was yeah. I wasn't pr- present, but I saw the video.
2: Yeah, so mm-hmm. the first drain hurt when we removed it
1: because
2: mm-hmm. um, it had started to adhere in my upper belly, and then that yep. drain, same thing was like fully adhesed all the way along. And just like full of clots and skin
1: and yeah,
0: yum. Yeah. By the way, clots and skin and weird floaty things in uh, JP drain is completely normal.
1: It is. Yeah. Yep, normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say I kind of had the same similar situation with my uh, Mons area because I had it like on my hip, but it went across my Mons. The drain, yeah. so. It fucking adhered because the doctor here didn't want to take it out because I had, like, a tiny, tiny bit of fluid. But it looked like someone spit in my balloon. It was, like, no fluid. My surgeon was like, no, have them remove it. Have them remove it. Yeah. people here were like, no, we're not going to remove it. And I was like, listen, someone's going to fucking remove it today. I'll pull it out in front of you. I was so pissed. And the guy's like, okay, okay, we'll do it. Finally.
0: So don't they okay,
1: like? I, I had no problems. Like, thank you, sir.
0: Don't they okay. know that you're supposed to remove the JP drain when there's less than 25,
2: 25 in 24, 24. hours?
1: Mine,
2: because I think that mm-hmm. I had four drains, it was 30 cc's or less in a 24 hour period.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes I,
2: sense. I removed them all at about 25, 26 cc's.
0: And you had to, you had time, to do it like a I had day zero apart. Cc's what oh and for Bex's she had to do it at least a day apart because when she would remove one like the others would pick up
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. totally
2: and they would only pick up like a little bit by like a, like a couple cc's it was mm-hmm. like three or four cc's and then it would drop immediately the next day so you know it was just I'm I'm just a fluid producer
1: yeah are you completely closed up
2: all your wounds I have been I have been completely closed besides my drain site since
1: week four. <laughs> so my ass, I had like fucking twenty seven holes. Not really. No, I had one so on internal stitching. That's why. What the fuck? Like I don't understand. But I had both. Like I had the yeah,
0: like you had internal, but then they also stitched your arms literally shut.
1: Stable. Didn't they say? No, no no no, no staples. Okay, okay, Cass had that too though. She had both the external and internal, didn't she?
0: Mm, I don't think so. I, I think it. she only had internal.
1: Oh, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, he ate Mexico. <laughs> but it was completely <laughs> safe. I love the results. Um, again, I have to fix my arm, man. Have you guys seen it? So do you see the bump? It's a lot better, but
0: Yeah. Is he gonna yeah, like or, go and lipo that or is he gonna cut it back open and cut it out?
1: Well, like oh look. Yeah, see it bad there. Yeah. Let me actually sit up because when I uh fold my arm bend my arm, it looks like a butt. Hold on. <laughs>
0: I feel like everyone who oh, bends their yeah, arm Yeah,
1: you've got little butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? So Cash
0: needs a fucking revision
1: for that. Oh my god! Yeah, like what the fuck, man? Why (laughs) did I get stuck
0: with an elbow ass? Fucking elbow ass! uh. Oh my god! Well, you know that can be fixed. So (laughs) so 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 Nicole, um she had she had some openings and but luckily they're healed over now
1: yeah all of them healed up nicely my hip my hips i think because those were like um really a pressure point like they i experienced some stretching there on my hips those were the last to close i had a little tiny hole on my back which I don't know, maybe I was still draining fluid because it was leaking for about a week before it decided to heal. Like, it would leak a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, It wasn't red or anything. It was clear, well, that yellow fluid, that... Serious
0: fluid. fluid.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 that. That good healing fluid. That shit was pouring out of my back. Interesting. But, yeah. um... I don't know. Everything turned out okay.
2: Yeah.
1: My like, hips are
2: also like my hips are also they didn't they didn't take longer to heal,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: they also the scar is wider on, on mm-hmm. the edges of the hips. And from from what Dr. Dry explained is that they pull down and out mm-hmm. oh, and so that is the tightest point of the skin. Mm. And so they they can be hard like take longer to heal so right my I was fully closed with no um no openings but the scar is thicker there and then the skin around it like on the outside of the scars is like dry and irritated still mm-hmm. even even to this day which that reminds me I forgot to put my scar cream on today
1: <laughs> oh yeah so that's another thing uh people were like oh my god, your scars look so good. What have you been doing? I didn't do anything. I left mm-hmm. them alone and I just washed it with the Hibislin soap and I didn't put anything on it.
0: Did she just did they, say they, Hibislin soap? Did so- I, I say
1: Hibiscus? Hibislin something similar.
0: Hibba cleanse. Hibba cleanse.
1: cleanse. Oh, Hibba
0: You know that shit that sterilizes things before you have surgery. That one. Yeah, I just washed with
1: that. (laughs) I mean that's a good thing. You're just you're a good healer. Yeah, but no, I still have scars, like
0: I mean you're gonna have scars. You had your fucking chicken wing arms cut off.
2: So that's that's also apparently normal is that they will darken before they will lighten.
1: So like they might
2: look light like right after surgery and you're like, Oh, that's great. And then they will darken and then they will lighten again. Right. That makes sense. I guess (laughs) it's it's what I've been told by
1: dozens of people. (laughs) Oh, um, the other thing I wanted to mention too, that little pocket of, uh, I don't know if it's fat or fibrosis or what it is. Um, I don't think it was an error, you know, I think it's just, uh, the way my arm is because of my, uh, I was herb
2: palsy. Of the Herb's palsy. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe I was laying on the table certain way. And you know, what's funny, like my, my surgeon before surgery was asking, like, are you sure? Like, there's nothing you didn't tell me. And I was like, oh yeah, the Herb's palsy. He's like, you didn't tell me about that. And I was like, <laughs> oh fuck. Because it never crossed my mind. I've been living with it my whole life and forgot it was even a thing. Mm -hmm. But today I actually started my first uh, PT to strengthen it. And they told me, they said, oh, my God, you're such an interesting case. We've never experienced a Herb's palsy patient with as much movement and strength as you. That's awesome. That's awesome. So... Yeah, I don't know. But <clears throat> yeah, I totally think it's just because of my previous condition. It could be fibrosis too that formed. I won't know until I see the doctor in person, but yeah, anyway, it's it's fixable. I'm I'm still in love. I'm absolutely in love with my results. I'm so happy. Like anything beats having that loose fucking skin,
2: right? you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. So,
0: another thing. Yeah lymphatic massage do it
2: and if you can't find anybody locally to do it like myself do it on yourself
0: (laughs) or have steph do it there's a there's a video on instagram
2: but that was oh yeah like immediately post off. now i'm home and then my husband you know, kinda of half assed it lovely death, but he is just like not interested in like rubbing me down with oil for some reason. I feel like that's <laughs> more exciting for him, but he just kinda of, like spaces out and like just rubs me and every time well. I'm like I'm like, I am naked and you are rubbing me down with oil. Why is this not, is not more interested? But I think, you know, it's just it's not his
1: thing. He's Do you
0: feel that lymphatic massage is beneficial?
1: Yes. 100%. You definitely need it. I'm not going to say it's like even something to think about. I would say you absolutely need it after surgery to move that liquid and push it out of you. I mean, I only had five sessions. I wish I had more. I didn't have money really to afford it. So that's why. But I got what I got, and i'm I'm happy I lived to tell the tale. so <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any, and I'm doing okay, so
2: you know, I think that lymphatic massage is not necessary. Mm. however, <laughs> you will feel a lot better with it. You will also see your results faster with it, yep, because of moving the movement of that fluid. Um, I have, I talked to uh, a Phoenix Dr. Dry and I was like, I don't have access to this. Is it like, mm. am I like, I was like, am I, you know, fucking up my results? And the answer is no. Just No,
1: me. no, no, no. It's not going to mess up your
2: results. No, but I'm I, sure. wait I might, might wait longer to see my results. That's all. Yeah.
0: It just sure, It's yeah. just what, kind of like one of those adjunct therapies that assists helpful. with healing.
2: Very helpful. Yeah. And I will also put this out there that PT post 360 or tummy tuck um do it. I don't know why that is not talked about, but I 100% believe that part of the reason I have no pain, no sticky points and so much fucking movement in my body is because I went to PT and I mean I I couldn't go to lymphatic, so I had I had the other option of PT, so I went to PT. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, they did full muscle repair and then they just are like, yeah, don't do exercises for a couple weeks. And See, I, I- that does you a disservice, especially if you are somebody who works out mm-hmm. or, the athlete or anything like you, you need PT. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: I agree with you. Um, I had the lymphatic massage. Luckily I had the five and I think that probably helped a lot substantially with my movement, I was up and walking literally the next day. I don't fucking understand how getting myself up out of bed, everything. Um, But also I think it is like our prior working out and everything too, before going into surgery, you know, that helped us. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I agree. Like the PT is going to fucking help uh, like substantially. And I'm just now starting to like really get into lifting again and stuff and I found the PT exercises, you know, online and stuff. And I was doing at home little things to move again, to get into the rhythm. So I didn't go directly to PT, but Yeah.
2: yeah, I think PT is important really for anybody on a weight loss journey. I feel like I did PT for six months in kind of the middle of my weight loss. I had lost hundred pounds. I was experiencing a shitload more pain mm. than I was even at my heaviest. Like it was just, I mean, it was just different. Like at my heaviest, I couldn't walk a block without excruciating pain. Right. So it was just different and it was just so very different, but you have to think about what your body is doing at 400 pounds or whatever your max weight is. And then what it has to go through to lose that weight, all of your muscles and tendons stretch out at your heaviest and then they all of a sudden are super loosey-goosey and you're gonna have hip pain knee pain ankle pain shoulder pain all of it it's all gonna hurt and if you just leave it alone and don't do jack shit about it you're just going to be in more pain
0: and your yep. spine completely changes because all yep. that weight compressed and then now it it's not there your
2: spine, now yeah now your spine is, is stretching out you may have you know Increase or decrease lordosis or kypos, Like, you're going to have, like, a change in the way that your spine looks.
1: Holy shit, I didn't even think
2: of that. Yeah. And, like, it's just... I just... I am just such a big fan of PT. And if you find someone who does PT, find somebody who treats you like a whole fucking person and not just your one one thing. Right. Both of my PTs that I have had so far, 100% are, like... Get me a referral for lower back pain, and I will treat your whole damn body. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, here's everything. like, you know," and they just go into it. And I have so appreciated having that as a tool in my tool belt for weight loss and then post plastics because sure. my my musculature in my core is completely different than it was. Yeah. Per- completely, di- I I'll, I'll show you guys the the video, but I took a video today showing what I could do with my ab muscles now that I could not do before surgery without pain. Wow.
1: Like I I'm can, having the
2: opposite. <laughs> I can push it all the way out and I look like I'm fucking six months, six months pregnant. And then I can pull it all the way in and I look, I have abs. Oh, and, like vacuums. Like what? You do vacuums with yeah. your yeah and I, yeah exactly, and I can do that now, but before surgery, if I released my abs at all, I was in physical pain from the um the muscle separation and then from the all the skin hold like pulling down, and,
0: and she would I, walk around like that, not noticing her. that she would do it, and then she went to take her pictures and they're like relax, and then her now, stomach dropped, yeah yeah
2: yeah so wow. like I walked around with it tight because I was in so much pain if I relaxed my my abdomen and I That's just crazy. I never even noticed it was just normal to walk around with my abs tight before surgery and now my abs are just that I can actually relax my abdomen without pain it's it's wild to me because of the muscle repair yeah, because of the muscle repair
1: See, I needed muscle repair apparently, but I didn't know why. But I got it. I don't feel a difference or notice a difference. So,
0: so every single person who has lost more than a hundred pounds will have muscle separation, oh, and that okay. is why I, I they do I'm it.
1: So ignorant to it, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, muscle separation. So what's fucking happening? You lose fat and so the muscles are like
0: So you know, basically you like gain you gained all that weight, so your muscles basically are stretched apart, which means oh, which means you lose
1: it and they're still like
0: that. And they're still loose. Yes. So you have to Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Sorry. Little fucking dumb moment for me. No worries. <laughs> it's,
1: it's
2: it's good to let people know that it's the same thing that happens. When you have a baby. Yep. Yeah. Abdomen has to expand and there's nowhere for
1: it to go. And so your muscles literally rip apart. (laughs) Holy shit. That's so crazy. Like, look what we were doing to our fucking bodies. What was going on, man? Yeah. Yeah. It's wild.
0: So, and and you also have to think about, like, how much skin an area they removed it was like four four inches and now your body like they pulled down and out so obviously when you come out of surgery you're hunched over so i think that's a big part of how pt can be beneficial because you basically have to like learn back to like okay this is my new body composition my torso shorter now so now i need to you know strengthen and make sure i'm upright Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
2: my PT worked on the scar tissue. The first thing he did was the scar tissue right where my diaphragm and my ribs hit, like right there, right under the ribs, which is where you feel the most pulled down. And he worked on that. It was the first thing he did. And within two weeks of him working on that and then me doing my own, you know, stretching at, at at home, I could stand up straight without issues, without pain. I could stand up straight pretty quick, actually, surprisingly, Um, but I could stand up without any pain within two weeks of working with him.
1: Took me about a month to stand straight, to be completely honest. Took a month for me.
2: I think I was standing straight at about two and a half, three weeks, but Mm -hmm. not without pain. It was I, I call them sticky points where it
1: would like stick and then kind of rip a little bit. When you... I know Exactly what you're talking about. It's almost like pins and needles stretching. Yeah. Do you still get the pins and needles? No, I
0: no but she it. would get twinges if she engaged I her zingers. core.
2: <laughs> I get, no, I do get zingers. Yeah. I do get zingers, mm-hmm. but not a lot, just like a few of them. Um, but I do notice like feeling, week after week is is different it's changes like you go from 100 percent numb and it's foreign and it's weird and you're like what the fuck and then now seven weeks out it's like oh this is normal (laughs) yeah 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 you have more more feelings as time goes on but I don't know does it feel like your skin is bruised
1: yes like all the time yes yeah yeah but it's almost like not pain. Um, it's, I can't, like, when people ask me what feeling is like, I'm like, it's not painful. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but not really. I yeah. mean, now, I don't even recognize it because I'm so used to it, yeah. right? But every now and again, if I'm laying down too long, like, after I slept and I get up, I feel the little ding, 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 in the back, on my back. Like, it's just my nerves being like, hey, mm-hmm. we're regenerating. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: waking up. Hello.
1: <laughs> yeah, I still feel that. Yeah. And i speaking about the little twinges in your abdomen. Have you had sex yet? Have you experienced that?
2: So I did finally this last weekend, so at 7 weeks. Um and first of all, phenomenal because there's no skin flapping <laughs> around every time. Yep. yep. <laughs> just, the boobs, just, the just a titty to
0: hit you in the face
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> in the armpits we're good with that but um but that was amazing to not have that skin just like all over every time and then um I have altered sensation on the top of my mom's area okay and so and then of course the altered sensation in the abs I feel like my orgasms were great, but also not great at the same time. that makes sense? A little painful? Like, uncomfortable? No, not uncomfortable. Just, like, a little underwhelming because I feel like you still need those surface nerves. Because oh, you I
1: understand what you're saying.
2: Fill it up your whole body kind of thing. And now it's like the orgasm is very centralized. That-
1: <laughs> That is going to change. Um, that happened to me. I actually wanted to experience an orgasm before having sex with my partner because yeah, I masturbated yes, first. Absolutely. Yeah, same. Uh, I used a vibrator. I wanted, I think it was like three weeks after surgery or a month. I can't remember um, that I tried masturbation. I didn't want any surprises when I went back to my partner and had sex, right? So, I felt it, and I had that same sensation where I was like, okay, like, cool. I got off, but it wasn't, like... <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was just, like, mm. it, like, tightened, and I was like, oh, maybe I wasn't ready for that, and then I let go, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <I> was <laughs> underwhelmed." <laughs> but um, now, now, like, that I've done it multiple times with my partner, you know, masturbated multiple times for myself, it's changed, and that feeling is great again. So it does get better.
0: And Nicole will tell you that you can have sex in your faha because there's a hole.
1: Yes. So I, I was so I was scared. Like I didn't want to come out of my faha. So I was like, I'm fucking in the faha. <laughs> <laughs> can we make merch that says I'm fucking
0: in my faha? <laughs> fucking in. My- um. Yeah, Bex, you should make a shirt that says that. Oh
1: God. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> my, my content
2: wholesome here. Yeah, That's fucking bullshit. I, <laughs> y'all have just seen me holding up my big ass titties in half my videos. You know? So sure not, like, I, your I, there, there was a nip slip. At least one of those videos because my boobs are so big. If they're,
0: I mean, Nicole just straight up posted like
1: butt ass you naked. Just up posted a nipple. <laughs> yo so like I took a cute picture in Vegas and everyone I was like I'm gonna post it and see if anyone noticed and then some guy messaged me and was like yo so your nips out and I was like thanks
0: (laughs) yeah I know
1: (laughs) whatever Instagram didn't take it out so I don't give a fuck
0: right exactly (laughs) So the thing, a
1: cute picture
0: the thing that I wanna circle back on is Nicole had her little pain morphine ball and then she had Tramadol afterwards when she went home
1: yeah and it was then like 30 capsules which was like tylenol and then
0: and then bags basically was on a regimen of okay you ready have your oxycodone all right an hour later, have your Flexeril. All right. An hour later, have your Oxycodone. Like oh, literally just drugs, 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 drugs. But it's better to keep your body, you know, peaking and not just going flat because then you're going to run into that that pain that's like breaking through. And then yeah. we also made sure that she had Tylenol and Ibuprofen on board every four to six hours as well which also
2: made weaning off of the Oxy and the flexorol so much better because I already was, like, in the regimen of the Tylenol and the ibuprofen. Although I will say the ibuprofen absolutely increased my nausea. Mm-hmm.
0: And not so not. did her scopalamine patch. It it made it difficult for her to pee, and it made her extremely nauseous, so she did throw up the the first day and literally, like, Oh into my the God.
2: second day. That must
1: have been so painful throwing up mm-hmm.
2: the muscle. I, I am grateful that I was still had an anesthesia on board for, wow. that, for those pukes because while I do remember them and I remember them being very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I will I will say this I would say they're about on par with when I puked after my sleep because I, sl- I puked repeatedly for 45 minutes after I came out of anesthesia from mm. my sleep. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure it's the anesthesia because yeah. it depends because like I've had three surgeries now and I have puked after two anesthesias, but the third one, I, I will, wo- I woke up and I was fucking awake. Yeah. I had no, I was instantly awake. Like whatever, whatever med combo that guy used, I was awake <laughs> awake immediately after surgery within 30 minutes. I was up, I was walking, I was talking, I was not in pain. I was like, what the fuck ever, you know? Yeah. But I, but two of my surgeries, my sleeve and now this surgery, um, I was out of it for hours afterwards and mm-hmm. I repeatedly, so.
1: Wow. So. I didn't get the nausea, which mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for.
2: It was only, it's only that first day. I didn't really, I had nausea from eating a couple of times throughout the week. Mm. Um, yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, like my nausea was surprisingly minimal. I was pretty grateful. I didn't really, I had to take Zofran, I think, maybe once. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, and I'll tell you the other thing that's extremely uncomfortable. Okay, if you're getting, you know, your tummy tuck or whatever, and you get the fucking BBL, it is not the vibe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you're literally laying in a donut because your ass can't, like, be on the bed like flat because you're gonna ruin your bbl and then like you have to prop yourself up so it's comfortable for the fucking tummy talk, and then i had my arms done on top of that i had a lot of surgery <laughs> it was very difficult for me like mentally i like i cried a lot i was all fucked up mentally like i had depression post-op depression really bad yeah. And I, I really didn't. Um, I had, I know you were like, hi, I just feel like an alien. Cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> I had a few days that were rough, especially around week two and three. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of was fine.
0: Cause you were hella bored and you're used to not just sitting there Yeah. and you were alone. used to moving my body and cleaning my house and being
2: active and working out and all those things. And so that was hard for me, but yeah, there was, there was no depression for
1: me. Um, The hardest thing was finding joy in things that wasn't working out because like, that's the one thing you could control and get joy out of. And before that it was food and that was taken away with that surgery, then the working out and then it was, was (laughs) taken. I was freaking out. I was like, Oh my God, what do I fucking do with myself?
0: Ah, you know? Oh, uh, so what she did was get on a ladder and start painting at thirty days. <laughs>
1: uh-uh. Yo, literally, I fucking painted an entire apartment. Like what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs>
0: Shit. Don't do that. Not yeah, recommended.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not the vibe, but it was my vibe.
0: I did it. Yeah, <laughs> she she also like moved her her boyfriend in and all that stuff during this time too. And like, yeah. I mean, I packed, and then me and your mom and Monica packed packed like my house while you were healing. Wow, like <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, moral of the story: if you have plastic surgery, make sure you a you know research. B, uh, have that aftercare, which not only means like, you know, having the, you know, physician or nurse, et cetera, but also having like your support people because you don't realize how much you use certain parts of your body until you can't use them. And then you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize I can't lift this thing that's 10 pounds, you know, type of thing. Yeah. And get
1: yourself a grabber. That really helped me when I dropped shit.
0: So, well, Bex didn't need the grabber because she had her human grabbers. Um, But... Uh, yeah, but,
2: alone, but let's let's so, be real, I was up and getting myself out of bed on day Yeah, two and she we was
0: also yelled at and given a glare by I Dr. Dry for doing that and also other things. I
2: had to pee in the middle of the night and Steph was sleeping and my mom was in the other room and my mom was already getting up like five billion times a night to give me medications because I was so loopy I couldn't manage my own medications. So like, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna get up and go (laughs) be.
0: So just plan on not sleeping. Don't be queasy and you have to be able to lift someone out of bed.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So don't be Steph is what you're saying.
0: Excuse me, bitch. Uh, I did lots of things for you.
2: I know. And you were exhausted and you were nauseous. and
0: I still did it.
2: know. I'm very, I'm unbelievably grateful that I had both Steph and my mom there. And I think my mom was grateful too because... Those first few days when you're not sleeping because you're giving me meds every two hours. I think she was grateful to have your support so that she could, like, get
0: some cat naps. And we slept when Beck slept.
2: We sleep when baby sleeps. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. But, anyways, I feel like we could go into another episode to talk about other shit, like all of the things you bought you didn't need and whatever. We
2: can um, do that with cats. I have to go to bed in 45 minutes and I'd like to, I don't know, watch TV. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: so oh so fun and exciting things we will talk about next time when Cass is with us as well, so she can share her experience because I feel like there's still so much more to talk about with plastics um Always. Always. so fun fun and ex- fun and exciting things is Cass has her second round scheduled for January of next year bex has her second round scheduled for march of next year and steph has her first round scheduled for may of next year and i'm gonna schedule my shit for next
1: year too i was gonna do it this year but fuck that
0: shit wild wildness wildness
2: mexico
0: and yes, yeah, you okay. can you can have weight loss surgery or plastics in Mexico.
1: Yes, it's perfectly safe. Everyone shut the fuck up. You can go to Mexico. <laughs> you just got to plan different. That's
0: all. Yeah. Don't right. be like Nicole who didn't literally do didn't no. do fucking shit afterwards or got on the fucking ladder and painted. I'm just kidding. We love you. Everything turned out great. <laughs> but, yeah. you know. But yes, oh, my God. (laughs) So till next time, friends, thank you so much for listening. Another fun and exciting thing to mention on this podcast before we go. We are incredibly honored to have been told that we are in the top five for the best bariatric uh, podcast. Our tiny little podcast that we've had for a year now. Uh, Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support and showing us that our podcast is, you know, making a difference in the community and helping people and helping to end the stigma of weight loss surgery. So we can't thank you guys enough. Um, And that is for the Just Be You Bariatric Award Show, which is in D.C. in September on September 30th, which is put on by our Sleeve Life podcast. Uh, You can check it out on jbyawards.com. So, again, thank you so much. What an honor to be a part of that. Um, And I know that Bex, as well as myself, were also nominated in two categories as well, which is super, super exciting. Like, y'all are rock stars, and you just go to show that we're sharing us sharing our stories helping you know at least one person and that's why we share our story so thank you from the bottom of our hearts
1: thank you well
0: r2dp fam thank you for listening we have lots of podcasts coming this june and we are excited to share with you and we hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week bye Thank you for joining R2DP Road to Discovery podcast, Ending the Stigma of Weight Loss Surgery. Please join us next time for our next podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that follow button and that bell to receive notifications when we upload our next, and leave us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you also if you're interested in supporting us you can become a patreon and we do have that link in our bios on our instagram and we will also share that with you it's just patreon.com slash r2dp there's some special perks in there that you might see Um, there's different tier levels and each tier has its certain perks you will get a exclusive sticker if you sign up for the first tier you will also get to hear the podcast two days before everyone else and the perks go on from there so again thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next time Bye, R2D
1: peers.